0: Coming up on BYU Football with Kalani Satake, the head coach of the Cougars weighs in on a Superdome setback and looks ahead to Utah. Plus, linebacker Matt Hadley is joining us here in Studio C. BYU Football with Kalani Satake starts now. <laughs> Satake wants no part of the sideline. Look, he'll spin and come back in just to try and run somebody over. Open is Satake, wide open. Watch Kalani Satake? What a nice job on Gerard Newby. BYU wins it for
1: the Edwards. Kalani Satake as the new football coach
2: at BYU. It's great to be back home.
0: The kick is on its way. It is good! It is good! Hit! The Cougars have it!
2: I'm very lucky to be coaching these young men. Bangham puts it up there.
0: Shuttway is there and he makes the catch!
2: Catch made by
0: Pau. Pau makes a man miss. He's on his feet into the end zone!
2: This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake, presented by Ken Garf Ora with your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good
0: evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome inside the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo, Utah, for another edition of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Another great crowd on hand tonight, and we really do appreciate it. Reminder, it could be you joining us here next week. Just go to BYUcougars.com slash Show Mondays at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time to request your free seats. Then come be a part of our show and show your team spirit to BYU fans around the country. And we encourage fans to join the conversation on Twitter using hashtag Sitake Show. We want your questions and comments for Coach Sitake and Matt Hadley tonight. Yours may make it on the show. All right, uh, with our Housekeeping now in the books. Let's get the show started by bringing out the former fullback, the BYU man from way back. He is the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Setake.
2: Don't want to scare everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't get uh, get old for you. This is a great crowd, great energy here tonight. Yeah, great crowd. Can't wait. See you all on, on Saturday. Should help us out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> BYU back home at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, where you want to be for uh, any game night, but a big game night like you've got coming up this weekend.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think everybody knows how we struggled last uh, last weekend and. Um, I think the, the best remedy for it is to be home with, with our family, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a great time to just play in front of our home crowd and, and get ready to beat our rival. That's, that's going to be the goal.
0: What kind of sense have you gotten from your guys already this week <clears throat> of, of their resolve to put what happened behind and, and forge ahead with something really positive here?
2: Well, I mean, they're, they're a mature group, so I, I think um, it's important that we address the issues that, and the, uh, you know, the, the problems that we had over the weekend. I don't think... Uh, Sugar coating it is going to help, so um, but we do it with positive reinforcement and things i 'd be nervous if, if if i didn't think we were good enough to play better than that, um, but we're way better, and the players expected it from themselves and uh, I mean there's just um, yeah and i 'm speaking for the offense I, I know that but the, the defense special teams they they want to win too, so uh, there's just a lot of um, excitement for this game coming up and and I think that they feel a lot more comfortable going home so um, it's good to be back. We got back late, or early Sunday morning, and uh, we've been working uh, on the next game plan and getting ready for Utah to come into our home. and uh, We'll see what happens, but we're we're, we're feeling confident in in, uh, in us being able to show. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's time to put out uh, put put our guys on the field and make let them make plays and and uh, put us in a position to win.
0: Look ahead to the Utes in a bit. Uh, as you've reflected back on what transpired in New Orleans, have any of your assessments uh, changed here in the last little bit?
2: Um, maybe a little, I think when you see it on film, you can see everything a little bit more and, and, and you probably, I mean, after that game, it was just, it was just so negative because you're, you just didn't like the result, you know, and, and, the fact that we were never really in the game and, um, I mean, I said it before, I would just never been in a, in a game where you only had 38 plays on offense and, and our defense seems like they're on the field quite a bit, you know, and, and, um, uh, even special teams, I mean, we had, we were, we were, we spent most of the game on one side of the field and, and, um, and so it wasn't it wasn't a, a good position for us, and it was hard to evaluate how you know how we played as a team because uh, because it's just a it's just a different type of game, and so um, just the, the inability to move the ball move the ball on the offense affected uh, the other three phases even so much that Johnny, I love him, but um, you know you don't make up your own uh, fake punt runs, you know and. Um, <laughs> the ones that we the one that we called didn't work so the one that you make up on your own isn't going to work either so but um but i i appreciate he he just wants to win you know and, and so I, I like that but he needs to realize that and we talked about it with him and with the team that his role is to help us play great defense with his foot you know and that's that's a, he's he's done that for a number of years now and that's what we got to rely on but um you know it's, it's okay to 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 put this away and move on, but lift up your head and let's get to work. You know, that's I think uh, feeling sorry for yourself is not going to help you this week. And so uh, we had to get get this game out of the way and, and figure. Just make sure that this never shows up again. And and uh, uh, you know, it's it's tough. We apologize to the fans for that showing up, but that's me as a head coach. I got I got to make sure that this doesn't work, this doesn't happen ever again.
0: Let's also give credit, though. Uh, we'll, we'll tell thirteen or fourteen games in, but uh, tough to imagine too many teams being better defensively than LSU was on Saturday night.
2: Oh yeah, really good talent, and and um, I mean we knew going into the game that they were going to be really good, and uh, that they, they were going to replace some of the guys that were that were graduated and moved on to the to the NFL. But uh, we didn't help ourselves. We this was to see kind of where we are as a program and as a team, and to see how we you know how we measure up to the big boys and. Uh, i can't really tell you how we did it other than some of the stuff that we saw in the trenches i mean it, it, the stats don't look that great, but when you watch the film, our guys are holding their own you know they're they're holding the line of scrimmage on D line and o line um, but you know it just it's hard to evaluate it when when it was such a miss, uh, such a different game in the negative part for us you know we feel, felt like we we're trying to chase the chase plays and trying to chase um, points the entire time and it was just a, it was a difficult thing to evaluate but um, we, we know that we're way better than that. And uh, so, you know, if you had told me that we're, we'd be down, you know, we'd hold them to 14 points at halftime, I'd take it. You know, and 20, point, 20 had they had 20 points and eight minutes left in the game, I'd take it, you know. Uh, so uh, what we need to do is just try to make sure that we score more points and find a way to win games.
0: Yeah, where do you hope to see maybe the most improvement uh, on offense in particular this weekend?
2: Well, just play like we've done, like we've seen in, in, um, in fall camp and, and like we've seen uh, through the off season, it, it, like we've seen in the spring ball. Um, you know, we, we, we are way better than this as a group, and we've seen it. Uh, if it, it would be another thing if we didn't see Tanner Mangum making some great throws and uh, some of the great plays that we were able to make and advancing the ball as a, as a in the run game that, that we've done uh, in fall camp against our defenses. So that's going to be the goal, and if it means that we have to find a way to get the best 11 and be the most effective um, offense, and that's what we're going to do, and that's the focus, and taught the tie, and he he understands it, and our, our, our players on offense understand it. There's a, a, a sense of urgency to get this thing going.
0: You mentioned urgency. Crossroads can come at different times in the season. An early one has come for you now. Though. You're just two games in. You get a real good chance to see what you guys are made of here on Saturday night, I think.
2: Yeah, and, 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 and let's play great on all three phases and, and see how we measure up, because I, I feel good about our chances You know, if we do that, and um, Utah's a great program and they're they're bringing a great team here with a lot of speed and athleticism and uh, you know you can't get the LSU game back but what you can do is uh, make sure that uh, you, you take out your frustrations on this week. That's all you got and so that's going to be the plan but uh, w- you know we, we're we not that far off as far as uh, the talent. We, we just need to make sure to put it all together and it just seems like everything that could have gone bad in that game happened and it was a uh, you know it was it then it had a snowball effect and we just need to stop it and make sure that we respond to adversity better within the game so we can have a chance to still win.
0: All right, that's our look back. A look ahead is coming up next. As we head to break, we want you to know that you can enjoy a full, hot breakfast buffet, dinner Monday through Wednesday, a kitchen, and a large, grassy backyard along the Provo River Trail, all at the Residence Inn Marriott in Provo. When we come back, Utah Week is here. Coming up, the coach helps us preview the annual rivalry game at Harvard Stadium. This is BYU
2: Football with Kalani Sitake. It's, uh, it's always a battle, and it's always a hard fought. People say you treat it like another game, but it's not. And regardless of what's happened in the past, or whose record is what, or who's ranked, who's not ranked, it seems to uh, bring out the best of both teams. If it was a rivalry game, we just got to win. That's, that's, the, that's the key.
0: back on BYU football with Kalani Satake, week three here at Studio C. It is always a blast to be with Cougar fans on a Tuesday night. We're really glad that you're all with us, uh, both here in Studio C and out uh, on our viewing and listening audience. And at one and one on the season, BYU is back home to host Utah Rivalry Week has arrived. Uh, Kalani, your perspective on the game is unique. Uh, as a BYU fan, a BYU player, a Utah coach, a BYU coach, you've kind of seen it from a lot of different angles, and this week is not, like you said, in that little bit, uh, just like any other week.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, the, the connection with the program there, and, and then uh, even with me removed from it, um, you, you look at all the families and, and the friends and the people within the state, you know, that that um, that cheer for their side. I mean, it's pretty obvious you're either one or the other. And so, um, it, but it, I think, it, you know, for my connection personally with, with Kyle and with the program, and just reminding everybody that he, he played here at BYU, you know, so um, we, we, we have a good connection in both schools and then just a unique perspective for me being a coach there. But um, this, this game is not about the coaches and it's not about um, the fans. It's, it's not working. So my looks just ruined the microphone, but yeah, the, the the game's not about the the coaches and it's about the players and and um, the fans having fun and, and you know we'll see what happens. I, I I just I feel really comfortable and just honored to be part of this this uh, rivalry and uh, the role that I have in it as head coach now at BYU. And I think that uh, the the players don't really need to be reminded of it because it happens naturally. But I think that they need to understand. And our players are really, really in tune with our, with our fans. And they need to understand what our fans' demands are and what their expectations are. So hopefully we can meet them. Since, as
0: we all know, uh, you were a BYU fan before you were a BYU player, uh, when you were up at Utah, those many years coaching against your old school, your alma mater, um, were there, I mean, you were there to do a job. You were paid to do a job. But were there ever any thoughts about uh, your position in the rivalry from where you'd been as a BYU guy?
2: Yeah, I mean, I so you know when when I was at Utah, I uh, proud of my my background at BYU and never really shied around about it and just just proud that I played here and that I followed BYU and I was a fan of BYU and I still still was just that it was you know that one game when you're I mean selfishly I was trying to win because uh, I was getting paid that way you know <laughs> but um, it feels natural now because I grew up a BYU fan I I still um still love Utah and and my connections there and and my time that I spent there but um you know this this game is it feels more comfortable now that I'm here in blue and want to win this game you know and and uh want to win the rivalry but uh there's a lot of appreciation and, and and respect on both sides and I've I've been there, and it's the same thing, you know. So everywhere I've been, just the fans have just been really classy and dealing with with my perspective as a head coach now at BYU and getting a lot of support from different places. And I think it's okay for us to have this be a good rivalry and and, and something that could be healthy for all of us.
0: Kyle says it's a little unusual to spend as much time with BYU's coach in the offseason as maybe he did this year. But you guys are, are good friends, and we'll stay that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, we played golf together and hung out, and we, we keep in touch. And I, I think it's hard to to go. I mean, he's a mentor of mine. So, ten, you know, I spent ten years with him as an assistant, and uh, six of those as as a defensive coordinator, and spent a lot of time with him. And we, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things that we've shared, and and and, and so that friendship would never be broken, you know. But uh, I, I appreciate him, and, and I love him. You know, but uh, this is one of those moments where I love him, but I want to beat him. So that's that's okay. It's, but it's the same thing for men. You know? yeah. So it's. Uh,
0: so now that you've been around it as long as you have, what do you think is the right way to treat the build-up to this week and treat this week?
2: Yeah, from a from me as head coach. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know. We talk about the game, and and it's important. Every game is is different and unique, but um, the preparation for this week, uh, we had a great practice this morning. You know, the, the guys were focused, and and um, man, I wish we had that uh, from especially on the offensive side uh, last weekend because it would have been a, a much better result for us. And
0: so it felt good, looked good. Yeah, to it, you. It,
2: it all felt good. But the, you can sense that the, the the players they they understand this game and they get it, and and I, I don't think that you can um, kind of like. I don't think it's good for you to just try to push it under and chase in just a regular game because I don't believe in that. You know, this is all that matters right now. And so our focus will go into it. But you have to understand that you have to work hard and, and in order to get what you want, you know. And, and our guys are showing a lot of uh, maturity, especially coming off of a horrible outing last week. You know, they, they really want to get out there and, and play better and show our fans that – I've said it before that our, our players, um, I've never seen a, a, group of t- a team or a group of players that want to win so much for their fans. And this is one that the fans want, and our players definitely feel it.
0: You to played just the one game you've played, too. Uh, what do you make of Utah so far through the one game they played? Uh, beat up on an FCS team pretty good in their opening.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they have a lot of talent. They've been able to reload on, on a lot of different places, and it just shows a, a lot of what they've done with recruiting. And, um, you know, they, they have a, a very talented quarterback that can uh, use his legs, and he, he, he has an accurate arm. So uh, it's going to be a tough task, but, uh, you know, we feel good about our chances. We feel good about what we have. And, um, you know, I, I think they played a really good North Dakota team, too, in the FCS level. And so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I think it's hard to judge everything on one game. Um, you know, I, I, I doubt that they're just banking on the fact that our offense didn't do well in the first two games, and they're just hoping that that shows up. That I, I'm pretty sure they're preparing for uh, our offense to do much better than what we've been, been doing the, second, the first two games.
0: Now, BYU uh, in the BYU-Utah rivalry, Utes are on a pretty good roll right now. But even when one team has a bit of an edge over the other, uh, the trend is, the overall trend is, close games. Uh, 16 of the last 19 rivalry games decided by a touchdown or less. No matter what rivalry you want to go to around the country, that's an amazing run where pretty much every game is going to go down to the very end.
2: Yeah, it just shows how um, important the game is for everyone, you know, and uh, regardless of whether you're at home or on the road, uh, these games usually end up coming up, you know, going down to the wire, and so uh, we're prepared. We just, we just want to take advantage of every second we have on the clock and uh, give ourselves a, a, the best chance that we have to win.
0: That was one of the all-time classics from John Beck to Johnny Harleen.
2: Yeah, I was on the other side of that. <laughs>
0: And more to come, the Andrew George overtime touchdown. And, you know, the emotions in this game are obviously the fans feel it, the players feel it, coaches sometimes really feel it. Uh, last year, uh, the Utah game was maybe one of the first chances. Oh, well, the Arizona game, you're pretty pumped up too. But that, that Utah game saw you fired up in a really good way for your guys and backing your guys, and that's what comes out in
2: this game. Well, I, that's just, <laughs> you don't, I wish the cameras wouldn't follow me around, but the um, – <laughs> I was just kind of trying to get the ref to hear me, and that was me being sarcastic. So, <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> now we can't predict that from you, but we won't be no, surprised if it happens again. Don't don't watch me during any any <laughs> games, cause I get I get in fan mode, you know, and um, and so yeah, I hopefully I have those moments, you know, on Saturday, and uh, where you become a fan, and you get a little crazy and. They start beating on your chest. I, I was wondering why my chests are always sore after these games. It's That's why. That's the pounding Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's uh, not my signature move or anything. <laughs> it's just, uh, you just get excited. And, and, and um, for me, I get really excited for the players because they work so hard for this, you know. And you see um, all their hard work. Um, you see it all come together on the field, and that's why there's a lot of frustration for the first two games because we're way better than this. And so I'm looking forward to being a big cheerleader and, and um, not sarcastic, but more excited, you know, for for all of it. But I just want to be able to just get involved and, and uh, cheer our guys on because th- that's what they work so hard for.
0: We want to see the happy head coach on a Saturday night. So yeah. In our next segment, uh, Matt Hadley will be joining us. Uh, Your outside linebacker, former safety, sometimes Love a kick returner. What, what would you say about, uh, about Matt Hadley, who's now in his senior season as a BYU Cougar for you? Um,
2: one of the best athletes on the team. He, he, he is a football junkie, so he, he, he'll, do, he'll do whatever he can to help the team win. And we've asked him to move from different positions. I mean, he was a starting safety, and we moved him to a linebacker position with a um, at our bowl position because we needed him, someone there, and he stepped up, and, and he's a little undersized, and so we challenged him to gain some weight, and he's done that already, and, you know, he's starting to come into his own. I, I think that um, no matter where we put the kid, he was going to find a way to, to help us win games, and, and I'm looking forward to see what he can do this weekend.
0: All right, stay with us, folks. For Matt Hadley, he'll be coming up next. As we head to break, we at Ken Garf Honda of Orem have a brand-new dealership. Uh, come see our new showroom floor located on University Parkway, Ken Garf Honda of Aurum. We hear Coogs. He is Evergreen State product Matt Hadley. And he is in Studio C talking to you and taking your questions next on BYU Football with Kalani Sitake.
2: Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Sitake with your
0: host, Greg Rubel. Welcome back inside Studio C, where you can be a part of our live audience every week. Come on out and support the Cougs by requesting your free seats at BYUcougars.com slash Satake Show. And use hashtag Satake Show for a chance to see your question asked during our Q&A sessions coming up in just a bit. All right, he was a prolific offensive player in high school. He's been a safety kick returner, and now linebacker here at BYU. He is the second brother in his family to play for the Cougars, and he's here with us now tonight. Please welcome to the show number two on the roster, number one in our hearts. He is Matt Hadley. How are you? you Good to How see are you. Are you. you? bet. Well, I've been wanting to ask you a bit about Connell, Washington. But is it Connell or Connell? Connell. Connell. Yeah. So y- people say Washington State and they're going to think uh, Seattle or they're going to think maybe Spokane or maybe Tri-Cities. And Connell's kind of in its own little place where you're kind of close to tri-cities but explain where it is you yeah are.
1: so we're about 20 miles 20 to 30 miles north of tri-cities heading towards spokane actually so we're kind of in the middle there um but yeah it's a it's a small town just most of the people there are, are farmers or you know they work at like the post office or the grocery store and that's pretty much it did
0: you like grow i mean you might not have known anything else but did you like living there
1: yeah. No, I did. Uh, I I mean, like you said, I, I didn't know anything else, but I I loved it. The opportunity that I had to be able to, you know, oh, yeah, look, there's some pictures right there. To be able to grow up and, and do this kind of stuff, it, it, um, it, you know, it was hard work, um, but uh, it taught us a lot.
0: And, and so I loved it. Kalani, would you say the Hadley boys were country strong then?
2: Oh, yeah. I love them. I mean... M- you forget Matt also played running back here for a short time, and um, he 's just the, the ultimate team um, team guy and a uh, great teammate for everybody and uh, he has you know the mustache is nice and beautiful too so but uh, i don 't know i don 't know if his wife likes it she
1: doesn 't no she doesn 't at all um, I actually just trimmed it up though a little bit. you might not be able to tell it 's still
2: pretty long it 's nice a dress anymore. code right the dress That's code exactly is a neatly trimmed mustache It's
1: coming over the lips, so I
0: had to take care of it. <laughs> Want well, to stay compliant, right? Exactly. Okay. Uh, now Spencer is well. He, was, he had a bit of a mustache going for himself too. Here at some he at one point. He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. It's not.
1: It's not as good as mine. <laughs> um, he actually had to color. I probably should color mine because mine's a little more blonde. But he really colored his just to try to make it pop a little bit more. But
0: even then, it's. It's not as good as mine right now. now. Now, there was a time back in the day at BYU when even our guy here, Kalani, was a mustache man. Did you, you know that? a mustache that?
2: guy? I did whatever I could to hide my face from people. <laughs> yeah. so, that was, um... You have a bright future, my man. <laughs>
1: I mean, if this guy had a mustache, then I'm I'm following the right footsteps.
0: Yeah, the question becomes who wore it better. I think, uh, you know. Well, I don't know if it's much of a question.
2: Well, <laughs> you can tell how much power my wife has. It's, there's yeah. no more mustache, so.
0: And then uh, Spencer was a mustache guy for a while, too. So we could talk. To him. By the way, the role of Spencer uh, in your life. Uh, how would you describe uh, Big Brother that way to you? Uh, I mean, he was honestly, you know. I don't want to get emotional, but
1: he was, uh, he really was the big brother that, that every little kid dreams of, um, honestly, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how our relationship was when, you know, I wasn't screaming and crying, trying to run away from him, <laughs> that's how it was, is actually us getting along, and, and, and he always pushed me to be better, which, you know, I I, I still appreciate to this day, because he, he still does that, He you know, he, he pushes me to be the best I can be, and. And, he, you know, he shows his love in a lot of different ways. And,
0: I don't know, I'm really grateful for him. Kalani, did you get to know Spencer at all?
2: Yeah, I got. I mean, I watched a lot of film on him, too. And, and uh, the one thing about the Hadley boys, when you watch them play football, they just love it. And if you watch Matt play, even when he's not making the tackles, he is hustling over the ball, and he's so smooth. I mean, I just love watching these guys play. And that's um, – it just looks like they that's what they grew up doing – for Matt, it looks like he's just playing in his backyard and um, having a great time. And uh, uh, The mustache hides, hides the great smile. That I've mean, i never seen anyone enjoy football as much as Matt, and, and I know his brother played the same way.
0: I mentioned some of Matt's uh, high school numbers. He was a prolific offensive player up there in Connell, and uh, Kalani said you did spend a little bit of time at running back here too. Uh, where were you more of a natural leaner that way, offensive or defensive football for you?
1: Uh, I think initially coming out of high school was definitely offense. Um, I... I wanted to run the ball i felt i don 't know it, it it really did just feel natural for me to to carry the ball the movements and and you know and being able to to see everything and it, it felt it felt like that 's where I, what i you know what I should have been doing uh, but it, i mean honestly as as time went on, you know the defensive as we say the dark side it really started to take over and and i and i uh i came to i came to really appreciate playing defense and and like Coach said, it was really, at that point, it was just, I just want to play football. You know, I mean, I, I love, love running the ball. And, you know, they gave me the opportunity in spring ball. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just I love playing the game.
0: You still get to get, get the ball in your hands as a kicker-turner on occasion, too. That's still a part of the game for you.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that feels good. I get antsy um uh you know every time we line up there, hoping hoping that they look at me and they think oh let's kick it to this guy he's probably not very fast and <laughs> and uh just you what know you want. yeah exactly that's what I want exactly just uh hoping that they'll 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 kick it to me
0: all right life as a linebacker
1: uh it's a lot different a lot more physical than life as a safety um I mean you see a lot of safeties making big hits especially in in, in the NFL and and even in college but uh they're they don't they don't deal with you know the 330 pounders as often as linebackers do, which I've come to learn pretty quick. Um, but uh, I I like it a lot. I I like being able to be down there and and be more involved and you know as we say touch hats with people and and uh, you know just try to make plays and, and it's it's been a, it's been a really good experience.
0: Kalani, you like how he handles himself with the big boys?
2: Oh yeah, he, he's he's I mean he's, he's throwing around cows so he's been dealing with 300 pound animals for a while now so he's, he's okay he, and he's he's a natural forward i think i think that running back um, the background works for him and it, it worked for guys like harvey longy and, and it transitions well for him he, he understands the game uh really smart and, and has a cerebral um, approach to the game but he's also uh, he's dangerous he can hit and I'm looking forward to him getting a pick and seeing what he can do with the ball in his hands.
0: We do, too. All right, we've got more with uh, Matt Hadley coming up, including your questions from both social media and here in the studio. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. We are back here in Studio C for BYU Football with Kalani Satake, taking a look at our guys who have made it to the NFL, just from last year's team We've got some players that are on 53-man rosters and their practice squads. Uh, Jamal Williams with the Packers, Taysom Hill with the Saints now, and Harvey Longy with the Patriots. Make it. The practice squad guys as well. Michael Davis with the Chargers, kind of cool with the Browns. That's just off of last year's team as they join the number of BYU Cougars in the NFL. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. <laughs> Visiting with Matt Hadley right now, and uh, Matt, we mentioned some of the BYU players in the NFL and your brother Spencer was one of those guys for a while you've talked uh, what did he take out of his uh, professional experience oh
1: you'd, I guess it would depend on the kind of mood he's in <laughs> to ask him that question no he he loved it um he really did he I mean he just loved playing the game I you know the business side of it all I don't think the athletes I don't I mean I don't think they enjoyed that part very much I mean I, I don't know at least from coming from him it It wasn't his favorite aspect of it, that's for sure. That's why he loved college especially so much, is that he was just able to just enjoy the game. And, and, you know, that's what he loved doing there in in Oakland.
0: Now, your college career is winding down. You're a senior now. You're one of those guys that played as a freshman and then went on your mission, came back and played some more. Uh, And you went to Brazil? Brazil, yeah. Gostou? Gostei. Yeah.
1: Com certeza, gostei.
0: You were in the northern part of Brazil, were you not?
1: I was, yeah, northeast. I was in... uh, my mission was the Salvador South mission. There's some pictures right there. That um, was probably 170 pounds in these pictures. I, was, I got pretty thin. But no, yeah, I was in the Northeast. Um, awesome, awesome area. Awesome people. Super hot and humid. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's normal. A lot of missionaries deal with different, different weather, right? But it, 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 was, it was amazing.
0: Okay, beleza. All right. Uh, your senior season expectations here coming into your last year
1: uh to just have uh i mean you know i don't know i i think personal goals you know i have my personal goals but i think looking at my goals from from a team standpoint i i just want to be able to help us get to where we need to be where we know we can be and um and that's a lot better than than how you know we've been performing at all 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 standpoints you know we know that we have so much more to offer and and that's just what I want to do is help contribute to that and, and help us progress, and, and, I, and I'm looking forward to that.
0: Okay. LSU game this past weekend uh, saw you guys, uh, I think once you guys settled into it, uh, I think you felt like you were, like Kalani said, kind of playing you know, toe-to-toe with these guys, especially up front. When you look back on that game, when you were in it, now that you've seen it afterward, how do you reflect on what went down in that Superdome?
1: Um, from a defensive standpoint, uh, you know, I, I really do think that we – we were out there for for a long time. We were out on the field for a long time. Um and I started to see it. I didn't realize it in the moment, but starting to see I, I could see that at least myself I was getting a little fatigued and and I wasn't making the plays that that I should have been making. But, you know, early on I felt like really that we were yeah, once we did settle down, we were, we were able to to hang in there with them and I mean those those there there's some big and, and and strong and fast boys, but we are as well and I think once that kind of clicked with us that hey, you know, we can we can we can smack these guys too, and and I think we, you know we, we started to do that and and you know felt more comfortable and played with them.
0: Kalani, you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I think I think the um, it's just hard to gauge it, and the score really doesn't say it. But when you watch the film and you watch the physical part of the game, these guys hung in there and and, and uh, they could battle with them, and that's one of the best in the country. And so uh, we just need to get the score to be a lot better and work in our favor this time. And. Um, and I know that there's a lot of plays that I think Matt feels like he could have made there, but, um, you know, what what I value about Matt is his leadership and his, um, approach to responding to adversity, especially after the game, immediately after the game, you you saw these guys try to take over as leaders and, um, just make sure that that's not going to happen. I didn't have to do much as a head coach. These guys are already ready to roll when we came Monday and, uh, ready to work and, and, um had a great attitude about it, and we've had two days of great practices and great prep, so uh, we're excited for this game.
0: All right, let's now let our fans have their turn with Matt Hadley. It's time for some Q&A here in Studio C, and we start here in our live studio audience. We have at the mic Denton Goodman. Hey, Denton. Hey.
1: Can't believe I'm on TV.
0: (laughs) Don't blow it. (laughs) (laughs) So my question
1: for Matt and Coach, what did you learn about playing LSU that can help prepare you for playing Utah? This Saturday night, you want to take that for? Her?
2: Yeah, I think that uh, we, we've been talking about how much stronger we got as a team, and we, you know, we should be proud of the the, the aggressive and physical part of the game that we had against LSU. But um, you know, it just—it's one of those things where you sit there and you try to say, okay, this is what we felt good about, but the, the score just doesn't really allow you to enjoy that. But the film will, will prove it, you know. So um, we, we just want to make sure, that, like Matt and the, and the players are saying that. We just want to be able to get out there and, and prove that we're better than what we've been showing the last two weeks. We're a way better team than what we showed last week and the week before.
1: Yeah, I would say, I mean, you know, Coach, he, he loves to, uh, and this is what we love about him, you know, he, he loves to to give us all the credit and, you know, he said he didn't have to do much as a head coach and after the loss and everything, but, you know, so just looking at his example and the way that he handled it, um, I think, you know, that, that gave us all a really, really good perspective. Um, and, and he's always been able to do that with all of us. He's always been able to help us through the adversity and through, through the good times as well, through the wins, and, and help us understand that, you know, football, this is, a game, this is just a game, but there's a lot more things important, so let's lift our heads up and let's get ready for this next week. So I think playing LSU and having that experience and then seeing the example of the way that, you know, coach handled it, um, that really, you know, helped lift us up and, and get us motivated for this week.
0: Okay, to uh, Twitter for Matt, this coming from at ZTaylor32. Matt, how many times have you been told you look like Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad, the actor Aaron Paul? Has that ever come up to you? Oh, all the, uh, I, all the time, almost daily. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's
1: usually, it's now to the point where people can just ask me, hey, have you seen Breaking Bad? And,
0: and I'll say, going. Jesse Pinkman. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, a, a
0: lot of times. You've lived a much cleaner life than Jesse Pinkman. I uh, yeah, say that. Yeah,
1: I do not do the things that Jesse
0: Pinkman does, <laughs> um, but, yeah, we do look alike. Well, great segment. Matt, thanks for coming on and uh, being with us. We wish you good luck yeah, this thank weekend and down the season. Stay with us here through the break. That is Matt Hadley, everybody. Give him a hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. At Ken Goff Volkswagen of Orm, we're excited to announce our new dealership will be opening its doors. In November, visit our new showroom on University Parkway. Ken Garf, we hear Cougs after the break. The floor is yours as the Cougars head coach takes your questions. This is BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. Etling under center, Williams the tailback. Tight formation, handoff Darrell. Darrell is caught in the backfield and they're not going to get anywhere. A loss of one on the play. BYU holds on fourth and goal from the one. That was the exciting play of the game, presented by Nissan, a proud partner of the BYU Cougars, Nissan Innovation That Excites. We're back with more BYU football with Kalani Satake here in Studio C. That play we just saw, late in the game, Kairos Tonga making a big stop, keeping the Tigers out on fourth and goal.
2: Yeah, great player, and uh, just a freshman, so he's got a lot of football ahead of him, but... Um... He's learned the game, and, and the, the defensive line group have done a great job helping him come along. And, and uh, he's big, too. He's, he's a, a big boy. So he should be able to do that, that for us uh, in a lot of plays.
0: During the commercial break, our live audience got to meet someone special to you, close to you. Let's have uh, the rest of the world meet her. Who do we have here with us?
2: This is my oldest. She's my daughter. My So I have three children. She's, she's 13, Sky Marie. So Skye Sitaki, that's her right there. Now she's really embarrassed. But So I, I mentioned that she's 13, so she can't date for another 10 years. And um, Right, honey? No, but she, she, she's the only one in the family. <laughs> she's loving life
0: now. Oh, yeah. That's great. Well, it is uh, that time of the hour when uh, Kruger Nation goes one-on-one with the coach, uh, both in our live audience and on social media. We've got live audience questions and Twitter questions ready to roll. And we are going to start uh, this week's session, I believe, right here in the studio. And we are going to uh, Cade Goodman. Cade.
1: So my question for today is, um, what does our offense need to do to be successful against Utah? And what does our defense need to do to be more sharp?
2: Well, the offense just needs to do what they do in practice. You know, and, and um, if it means that we have to get more simple and um, and just do what we're good at, you know, um, that that's going to be the key for us. And uh, we've we've seen it plenty of times in practice. So let's put it together and make sure that everyone does their part. What happens is when when things go bad, um, a player tries to do more than his own job, and and um, we need to focus on doing our one eleventh. You know, and and when they try to do their own uh, more than their own job, it doesn't work, and so. Um, if everyone does their part, then it should, it should work out well.
0: Thanks for the question. Uh, Twitter now, at pj asks, how does your mutual respect with Kyle Whittingham play out on the field during the big game?
2: Um, well, it doesn't really have anything to do with the game itself. I mean, I, I love him. I've said that before, and, and we're great friends, but I think there's a lot of people here that have competed against the, their, the people that they, they care about, you know. And uh, once the game starts, you go into coach mode and you go into. Trying to win the game, and, and then afterwards you, you you deal with it, you deal with the result. Um, but um, our, like you know, you see our friendship is, is there before the game; it's going to be there after the game. But during the game, trust me, we both want to win, and and that's that's going to be the key for us. And we're just head coaches, so really, what what are we going to do? All, all we're going to do is complain about the refs and take time out to the right time, and and see what else we can do to, to um, make sure. <laughs> I'm just like devaluing myself right now as a coach so, <laughs> and try not to get penalties this, this, this year. So,
0: <laughs> Back to our live mic. Uh, Zach Edmonds is with Kalani. Go ahead, Zach. And coach, uh, in your playing days, you were on the offensive side of the ball. And
1: when you first started coaching, you were on the offensive side. What was the transition like going to being a defensive coach? Was that hard? What, what was that like for you?
2: Well, I, I was lucky enough to coach a lot of different positions, you know, so... Um, I've, I think I've coached I've coached every position except for quarterbacks, and so uh, my perspective, first of all, coaching offensive line, tight ends, and running backs, and playing the position, I think it allowed me to give give me gave me a different um, point of view and perspective as a defensive coach, you know. And um, I, I think that knowing the game from the offensive side helps on the on the other side, and uh, it's it's what makes Matt Hadley a great linebacker is that he understands offensive football, and so you see a lot of defensive players that have played. Quarterback in high school, and they they get into D line or linebacker or whatever the position or safety like Kainakua, and they they the game is um, pretty easy for them. Um, I wasn't that type of player, but as a coach, I think it, it works that way for me, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I I think the my perspective is different, but it, it helps out, and we have great coaches that that are capable of doing doing their jobs, and it's just nice for me to be a, a head coach and to to see all different phases and and be able to talk to all the different coaches in all the positions and have my unique perspective and, and my advice on all the things.
0: All right, more with the coach straight ahead as we head to break. If you're looking for more, an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's, try Smith's ClickList. Order online, pick up curbside at the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash clicklist for details. More Kalani Q&A coming up after the break. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. BYU Football with Kalani Sitake is presented by Ken Garth Volkswagen of Orem, a proud supporter of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. It is our final Q&A segment for the coach as the Cougs get ready to face Utah Saturday at Lavelle Embers Stadium. And we want you to use the hashtag... Satake show to get your questions in tonight and every night on the program. We go right back to our live mic, and we have with us Tyler Munger. Tyler, you've got the coach. Hey. Um, so the offensive production has
1: been
2: less than stellar the last two games. What would you tell the fans who are worried about the offensive production for this next game? Um, I, I think it's okay for you to be worried. I, mean, I don't tell fans how to behave or how to act, and, and I don't tell them what, what they should expect. You know, I, th- I think that uh, when I was a fan, I – I still am, but but as a fan, you, you, you expect and you want better, you know, and you expect more. And so um, we as coaches and as players, we've seen it in practice, and we've seen our guys play better than that. And so uh, so if it looks like we're not as um, panicked, it's because we get to see it firsthand, and um, we're there every day, and we see it. So uh, that hopefully gives you guys a little bit more comfort, but um, I wouldn't really care about it until you see it on Saturday, right? And that's... And that's my job, and so I'll try to make sure that that shows up on Saturday.
0: All right, our final fan question. Thank you. I believe that. <laughs> our final fan question is coming to us from uh, Travis Mortenson at the mic. Travis. All right, Coach. So when when we beat Utah this weekend, uh, what's going to be your go-to dance move?
2: <laughs> my go-to dance move. Hey, um, one step at a time. Let's 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 let's. Uh, the last thing we should ever be talking about is are my dance moves. So <laughs> I've already embarrassed my daughter enough and so my family. But, no, the, the, um, it, listen, our success we want to share with our fans, and that's the number one thing. So hopefully we get, to, we get to enjoy that moment this Saturday.
0: All right. Closing comments from the coach are straight ahead as we wrap up tonight's broadcast. This is BYU football. Come on in the all right, BYU and Utah in the annual rivalry game. Complete game day coverage on BYU TV and BYU Radio. There is our rundown. Lots of coverage late into the night on Saturday night. And we are back for our final segment of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. And we are live every Tuesday night right here in Studio C. You're invited to join us and be a part of the program in studio and on social media, hashtag Setake Show. And we're going to get to one last Twitter question for the coach tonight. And it is from at stay Classy underscore ninety four. What are you doing as coaches and players to keep the team motivated and confident to beat the U this week? We know you guys can do it. That goes to you.
2: Oh, what am I doing to Yeah. keep them confident? This is a confident group, and, and you guys have met one of our, our best players and our best leaders, and Matt Hadley, and uh, the group, the seniors are all following his example and, and the leadership that we have. So I, I have said it before, I'm not, I don't have to do much. These guys have served uh, two-year missions and sacrificed more than a lot of other players have done. So... Um, they're, they're mature and they understand what, what, what's at stake here. And so um, our guys are working hard, though. I mean, this, the focus has been unbelievable this week. And so as far as what I'm doing as a head coach is just trying to just support them as much as possible. And we just know better times ahead. I mean, we're, we're going to play better this weekend, you know, and, and we feel confident about that. We feel good about our preparation and uh, just really excited about putting up, put together a complete game in all three phases and, and uh, enjoying, enjoying the outcome.
0: I'm trying to squeeze one last Twitter question in. At uh, Oregon Agent asks, what do you do and say when your child wants to buy some Ute gear instead of BYU gear and your whole family is BYU alum and fans?
2: <laughs> um, we buy jazz stuff, right? <laughs> so...
0: <laughs> no. avoid the conflict altogether. Uh, no, so, so,
2: I mean, that's, that's not my job to get into the apparel, you know, but... Um, <laughs> I think it's okay to support everybody, and, and I think that um, I mean my, some of my kids, they, they know where, we, where we're at and they, they understand our past, but there's others that, that don't get it. It's okay, you know, but um, they'll be wearing blue on Saturday, I can promise you that.) One.
0: Maybe just) uh 30 seconds is all uh you end media like a day earlier than normal but is it kind of a normal week for your team schedule wise do you have a typical routine game week it's 30 seconds here
2: yeah i mean we don't do anything that's out of the ordinary because i like to keep things um as as um as fluid as possible but understanding some of the the um, deficiencies that we had the last two weeks specifically on the offensive side we've changed some things up and we've refocused on a lot of different um, aspects of our preparation and it's worked out so, so it's worked out well so far and so I, I don't believe that we can keep our mindset is the same you know but our focus and maybe how we prep and how we organize things are a little bit more different and a little different because we have to do that in order to get a, a different result good luck saturday night let's go man all right let's do fun. it let's all right we'll so see you next
0: week on BYU football with Satake, BYUCoopers.com, Slash Satake Show to get your seats. We'll see you next Tuesday at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Good night, everybody.